for another episode of Library Gals Go to the Library, where your favorite bookworms give our recommendations from the Delaware County District Library. So don't worry, we'll help you find something new to get lost in. Welcome to another episode of Library Gals Go to the Library. I am here, of course, with Katie, my co-host, and we have a special guest for you. We have Lori, who is the Youth Services Specialist at the Ostrander Branch, and we are doing our follow-up to um, Kids Literature Week. We are focusing more on um, some media this week than we did last week, but we'll still have plenty of um, books and all types of good library things for you to read to kiddos, or if you just are a kid at heart and want to do it yourselves because I'm definitely doing that. Um, So first I have those top picks for you and we're doing top picks for kids movies this time. And uh, like I said, I'm definitely going to be getting into some of the stuff because I have uh, number one as the second coming of Frozen. It is Encanto. (laughs) And uh, that I I love Encanto. I usually don't get super, super hype about new kids movies, uh, especially like newer Disney movies, but Encanto, I can absolutely vouch for. It is wonderful. The colors are amazing. Songs are amazing. And uh, it is about a family uh, called the Madrigals, and they live in a magical house hidden in the mountains of Colombia. Each child in the family has been blessed with a unique gift from super strength to the power to heal. And every child except for Mirabelle has been gifted this. But when she discovers that the magic surrounding the Encanto is in danger, Mirabelle decides that she, the only ordinary Madrigal, must uh, might just be her exception to the family's last hope. So this is an amazing, wonderful movie. We already have it on the shelves. And if you are looking for it, you will find it in the DVD section um, underneath Family ENC. So if you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend it. Our second one is a very familiar animal. It's Clifford the Big Red Dog, but it's the live action version. They finally did it. They finally managed to make Clifford uh, in real life. And our familiar middle schooler, Emily, discovers her little red poppy Clifford has grown 10 feet overnight. She turns to her eccentric uncle Casey for help. But when a mad scientist sets out to capture the huge playful pup, it takes the whole neighborhood to hide Clifford. So you can check that out also in the family section of our DVDs under CLI to figure out if they can find something large enough to hide our puppy friend. And our third one is another uh, live action movie. It is called The Legend of the Five. Um, We currently have this on order, but you can put yourself on hold for it. It will also be in the family section. And uh, this is about when a group of teenagers encounter an ancient relic during a school trip. They find themselves caught up in a magical world where elemental powers beyond their belief and the responsibility of stopping an age-old evil from destroying the world take place. Uh, So this one looks really fun. I, I looked up the trailer for it and... Um, yeah, it's just a good kind of middle age, um, you know, for kids, middle age uh, movie to to check out. It's full of lots of magical things, uh, very uplifting. So check that one out. Uh, and four, we have The Addams Family 2. Now that is the cartoon version because we had the first Addams Family cartoon come out a couple of years ago. And that one you will also find in the family section under ADD. When Morticia and Gomez Adams are distraught that their family are growing up, skipping family dinners and totally consumed with scream time to reclaim their bond. They decide to cram Wednesday, Pugsley, Uncle Fester, and the rest of the crew into their haunted camper and hit the road for one last miserable family vacation. I always love these kind of ones because 
the Adams family going on vacation just does not sound like a thing. Um, I think they had like a Hotel Transylvania movie where they went to the beach a little while ago. And I was like, that's got to be hilarious because they seem so out of their element. And finally, the last one we have uh, is one we've actually had for a little bit longer than the rest, but it's super exciting. It is the Magic School Bus Rides Again. It is season one and we have season two. Uh, It is in the juvenile uh, DVD section under MAG. I'm so excited to hear that the Magic School Bus has come back around for a second time. It... um, is about Ms. Frizzle's kid sister, Fiona, who is now taking the wheel of the bus at Walkerville Elementary and leading the class on wild adventures packed with science-fueled fun. And one of the coolest things is Kate McKinnon, who you might know from Saturday Night Live, is playing Mrs. Frizzle's uh, kid sister, Fiona. And so I'm super excited for that. We also have, just for the adults fun, so if you want to like sit in uh, and watch it with your kids, it has Lily Tomlin and Will Arnett as voice actors as well. Uh, so it has episodes like Frizzle of the future, pigs in the wind, the battle of of rock mountain, the magnetic mambo, the tail glaciers, uh, Ralphie strikes a nerve. So you remember, you guys remember Ralphie, right? Wonderful. Um, And something called DA in the deep blue seas that would fit in perfect for watching it during the summer when our summer reading program kicks in. Uh, So all of these summaries are from our Delaware County District Library website. So you can go and look up those items and read them there and put yourself on hold or check them out for yourself. So now we're going to get on to our wonderful reviews from me, Katie, and our lovely guest, Lori. Those all sound excellent. I am really excited to hear um, about the... um the uh, new Miss Frizzle, the new version of Miss Frizzle. I, I was kind of a little bit too old for a lot of Magic School Bus stuff, but I really like uh, that they they live on. I think that's really great. Um, I'm going to do something a little bit different today. And instead of doing a straight review of a movie or a book, I am going to talk about one of our library resources that we have and a special feature that it has that I think that folks might enjoy Um, The resource I'm going to talk about is Hoopla. Hoopla is a streaming service that the library has access to. And with your library card, you are able to check out and stream all kinds of different types of media. So Hoopla offers access to ebooks, e-audiobooks, comics, graphic novels, television shows, movies, and also full-length music albums. So it's all kinds of digital resources that you can have access to. And the thing I love about Hoopla is the access to those items is immediate. So if you are used to maybe using Libby to check out eBooks, you still have to wait for those because the library only has a certain amount of copies they're able to lend, even though it's digital. With Hoopla, if you see something, you can check that one out right away and you're able to watch it. Each of the pieces of media have a different borrow time. So I think an album goes out for a week, but an episode of a TV show, you're able to watch for three days. Um, So it varies on that, and it'll tell you when you check it out. But uh, you can kind of look through and see all the different things they have. And one great feature of Hoopla that I think is really especially useful for parents is it has a kids mode. So for example, if your child has a tablet or a phone or maybe an iPod touch that you allow them to use to watch videos or stream anything on, you can download the Hoopla app 
and put that in kids mode. And when your child is searching for items in the app, you're able to limit that to G and PG titles. So you have a little bit more of an idea of what your kiddo is finding while they're searching through Hoopla and it'll have some kiddo friendly things that they're able to find. Um, parents and guardians are still expected to decide if something is right for their kid, but kids mode really does help kind of limit some of those things. Um, with your library card, you can get six instant borrows, which are things that are available immediately. There are no holds or waiting. And with uh, Hoopla, you can play anything that we'll mention here on a tablet, on a smartphone. You can stream television on your smart TV. You can put movies on your smart TV. You can use a streaming device like a Roku. If you decide to check out an album, you can stream that through Bluetooth in your car. You can also use a computer. Even here at the library, you can use your library card to access items from Hoopla and just use a library computer. So I'll just go ahead and highlight a couple of the free things you have access to with Hoopla. Uh, you can find all of the Harry Potter audiobooks in multiple languages. So you can find those in English, but also in German, in Spanish, in Polish. Lots of different languages available there. Uh, you can also find the Wings of Fire series, which has been really popular recently, and a handful of I Survived books available on audio. You can also check out full-length albums, so the soundtrack to Moana, Frozen, The Lion King, for example. If you have some kids who want to play those on repeat, you can check those out on Hoopla. There also is a really interesting selection of piano music and just instrumentals. So if you want to check out Disney songs on piano, maybe for meditation, relaxation, or sleep preparation, they have a kind of a gentler version of some Disney songs there. There's also a huge selection of kids bop available in Hoopla. So if you ever wanted to try one of those out, you can. Um, in the movies, in the category for G and PG films, you'll find a few feature length films but what I really love about Hoopla is that they have animated versions of picture books. So things, some of my favorites that are available there include Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus, Dragons Love Tacos, and the Creepy Carrots books. Some of these picture books uh, include a read-along feature where the text appears on the bottom of the screen and as the book is being read, the text is highlighted. So if you have a kiddo who's learning how to read or learning new words, they can do a read-along version in Hoopla of a picture book. And there are a lot of really fun ones. I highly recommend Dragons Love Tacos and Dragons Love Tacos too. Those are really great. Um, there is also a lot of comics and graphic novels in Hoopla. Just a few popular ones right now. The Big Nate series you can find in there. Um, Percy Jackson graphic novels, Minecraft graphic novels, and also a personal favorite of mine is the graphic novel El Defo. I really love that graphic novel. I think that your kiddos would like it too. So if you'd like to learn more about any of these resources, you can visit hoopladigital.com or go to delawarelibrary.org slash digital to learn more about Hoopla or stop into any location ask a staff member, we'd be happy to tell you about this streaming service. And again, that's all free with your library card. 
And we are super excited to have Lori joining us today. Lori is going to tell us about a book that she's been reading, and I cannot wait to hear about it. Lori, what book are you talking about today? Today, I'm talking about Little Roja Riding Hood by Susan Middleton Elia and illustrated by Susan Guerva, who's one of my favorite illustrators. It's a really fun retelling of Little Red Riding Hood done. Um, I would say with a modern take on Mexican culture with, and it's sprinkled it with uh, Spanish words in it, but it's still, it's in verse and rhyme and it's, it's adorable. It's one of those books. When you look at the illustrations, there's so much more going on than just the story itself. And so it's almost like find the magpies, find the three little mice, find the little trickster elves on each page. And some of the things that I love so much on this is little Roja Riding Hood goes to her grandmother's on a a four-wheeler, an all-terrain vehicle. And when she goes to get the soup to take to her sick grandma, who has a cough, uh, her mom is watching telenovelas while she's making the soup. It's pretty cute. And the um, wolf has almost like um, a gang member uh, bandana around his head and a little goatee. (laughs) It's just, it's adorable. And it's, it is the same retelling. And the grandmother, her pajamas are covered with peace signs and she's laying in bed on her laptop and it looks like she's trying to write a book. So she's making good use of her time in bed with her cough. And it's just, it's adorable. And the thing I like probably also that I really like a lot is that the woodsman, the hunter, doesn't come and save little Roja Riding Hood. She saves the day. She saves herself and she saves her grandmother. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds it amazing. Is. Do you, what would you, um, have you read this one in a story time before? I have. Excellent. That's yeah. great. And it does have a glossary in it. So if somebody says, oh, what's a uh, kappa? You know, you can look it up. Oh, and um, yeah, it's an older one. It was uh, written or copywritten in 2014, but it's a jewel. Yeah, I love all the modern adaption, adaptations that, that like uh, they come up with with Little Red Riding Hood. That's one of my favorite uh, fairy tales. So I like to see all the different endings that they start giving it. And with this one, I'm definitely going to read it because the four-wheeler is, is my favorite thing to hear about that. You said that you have that the illustrator of this book was one of your favorite. Can you tell us some of the other books that they've illustrated? Yeah, um, she's also done uh, Chato's Kitchen, and there's a follow-up to Chato's Chato's Party, I think, and that's adorable. It's about a cat who sees a family of mice moving into the barrio and decides they'd make a nice little uh, uh, snack, <laughs> but. He's trying to figure out how to trick the mice because the mice aren't stupid. So he goes to fix them this huge, beautiful Mexican dinner with the help of his friends. What he doesn't realize is Teresa, the weenie dog or dachshund, is coming too with the mice because he's a friend of the mice. So the cat has to behave himself. And so it's pretty cute. (laughs) That sounds excellent. I love that. Oh, Well, thank you so much for coming on to share that with us. Do you have any other thoughts about the book or anything else you'd like to to share with us? 
Um, not that I can think of offhand, except I'd just like to encourage everybody to check it out from the library. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. And we, I will turn it now over to Via to tell us about the book that she's going to recommend. All right. So the book that I read was a juvenile fiction book. It was called Maybe He Just Likes You by Barbara D. And um, I'm sure that's a phrase that a lot of us can relate to um, growing up um, as like young girls in school. And this is a novel about experiencing harassment and unwanted attention from classmates. So this was a bit of a heavy hitter for a topic. Um, it was actually, it was the book that I read for um, Shannon at Maine, uh, the teen librarians, uh, uh, middle age book club. So uh, this is one of the realistic fiction options. And it was about a girl in seventh grade named Mila. And it starts with some boys giving her an unwanted hug on the school blacktop. And then a few days later at recess, one of the boys, uh, Callum, tells Mila that it is his birthday and asks her a birthday hug. But he's just being friendly, right? Isn't he? And how can she say no? It's a birthday hug. But Callum's hug lasts a few seconds too long and feels weird. According to her friend Zara, Mila is being immature and overreacting. Doesn't she know what flirting looks like? But the boys don't leave Mila alone. On the bus, in the halls, during band practice, the one place Mila could always escape. And it doesn't feel like flirting to her. So what is it? Thanks to a chance meeting, Mila begins to find solace in a new place, karate class. Slowly with the help of a fellow classmate, Mila learns how to stand her ground and how to respect others and herself. So this was a very relatable book, um, even for me, you know, uh, even though it's about, um, you know, seventh graders, middle schoolers, um, and I am, uh, let's just say not a middle schooler, uh, the age of not middle school. <laughs> and, um, but I think that a lot of us can all relate to feeling weird at some point um, when given unwanted attention. I think a lot of, especially um, my generation, like, we, we grew up with our parents always having us, uh, you know, accept kisses and hugs from family members, even if we weren't really feeling it. And I think there's kind of been a turn in um, people who are parents now in teaching their kids that it's okay to say no to somebody who wants to give you a hug or a kiss on the cheek if you're just not feeling it that day. And that's totally fine. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or that you did something wrong. Um, and I think that's really important um, to, to teach your kids. And I think that this book does a great job um, with kind of doing that uh, on a further scale. You know, that's this is the age, you know, much, much farther after that. But um, this book, uh, you know, it, it shows the power of how it doesn't have to be something that is, is you know, super serious or makes you, uh, you know, a, a person on a CSI episode or, um, you know, law and order special cases. Um, it's showing that, you know, it can be something as little as somebody brushes their arm down your shoulder in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable or, you know, d does give you that hug or or gives you um, that, that weird touch on your knee, you know, anything like that that's on a very small scale. And just so you know, um, this, for anybody that's, that's worried that this book maybe goes too far or they're not sure um, if, if they want to expose... Um, kids to certain types of things. This book does not go um, to really adult lengths of um, 
inappropriate touching. The farthest it goes is Mila is slapped on the butt by um, one of the boys in the group that's messing with her. And of course, that's not okay. Um, That's not okay at all. But for anybody that wants to know how far it does go, that's where it is. Um, So it's it's not anything... um, overly sexual or anything like that so um i really appreciated that too because like i said it shows that that's not the only time that it's worth speaking up about that and i think that's extremely important to know that um you know there there are people out there that think that their problems aren't aren't good enough or aren't bad enough maybe um but everybody you know every kind of uncomfortable feeling like that is valid and this book does a great job of that and i um I was really curious about reading this book. I chose it um, for Shannon's uh, middle school uh, book club out of her realistic fiction choices because I was super curious how this topic was handled in modern books these days. Oh, that makes me sound so old. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was really impressed um, by Barbara D. She made it uh, feel very modern and still, like I said, very relatable when I, you know, um, it's been a while since I've been in middle school. So um, also these boys uh, make it into a game to see how many points, um, you know, they can get by touching this girl, Mila. And she's just one in a line of random girls that they choose. You know, it's nothing personal with Mia. It's just um, they pick on a different girl at different points in the year. And um, so the boys don't realize to the extent of what they're doing, even though they should. Um, they obviously weren't taught the right way, and they end up getting that kind of education too. So this book does a really good job of showing all of the different perspectives of a situation like this. It also uh, does more than just talk about this specific instant that's happening with Mila. It goes into her home life. Uh, she has a single mom. Her dad left when they were at an early age. So she's dealing with her mom having job and financial troubles, uh, you you know, giving her stress and having her um, grow up a little bit quicker than some kids. Um, she's also dealing with kind of some friends falling out because one of her friends uh, has a crush on one of the boys that's picking on her. And so she sort of turns her back on Mila when this is happening and says, oh, of course, that boy is not really bad. He doesn't mean anything. Please don't get him in trouble. And as much as now I'm reading it, and I'm thinking, oh, you're such a terrible friend. I also can think back to when I was that age and, you know, uh, boys or whoever you had a crush on were the entire universe. You know, it, it felt like it was everything and you couldn't lose that. And so um, I can understand what this girl is is thinking and how she's feeling, even though obviously she isn't being the best friend. You know, I'm, I'm sure she's a, still a wonderful girl and things do get worked out in the end. Um, so it does a good job of showing all of that. Um And also, uh, this isn't just a book that explores Mila being touched um, and learning about kind of uncomfortable touch, but she also has a friend who's a guy who um, is, uh, he's experienced something like this in the past. So it's not just a book for girls. Um, You know, it it definitely uh, can reach its message across um, any gender. And I really loved that. I thought it was very, very well-rounded. And um, near the end, um, I actually teared up a little bit because there is... Um, a teacher that she finally gets help from and that teacher uh, understands Mila because of her own personal uh, her own personal situation with this that 
um, she doesn't go into detail about. But if you're an adult reading this book, you know what she's talking about. And it was a really powerful moment. Um, but this book does have a happy ending. And so you don't have to worry about it um, not going well. One of my favorite parts of this book is when, um, through just some free classes, her mom wants to take at their version of the YMCA, Mila accidentally sort of stumbles into a karate class. And I knew the instant that happened, I was like, yes, self-defense is happening. And um, what's really great is that while it does do that, it does teach her some self-defense and make her feel like she can stand up to her bullies a little better. The karate class is also something she just learns to love in general. And even after the situation is over, she continues to do it because it's something that she ends up loving. And so I love that they can make that not just connected to um, the, you know, inappropriate touch, the unwanted touch, but they can make it just something that is part of her person and she doesn't have to just think about or use in, in times that are uncomfortable or negative. She doesn't have to associate it with that. So really every bit of this book I thought was, was done so purposefully and I really appreciate that. So I would highly recommend it. Um, you can find it here under Juvenile Fiction. Like I said, it is Maybe He Just Likes You by Barbara D. I do hope you will check it out. Uh, I think that it's a great book for adults and for middle ages to read. So uh, thank you so much for listening to my review of that. And uh, we've had a great uh, episode. We've had some wonderful recommendations. And so we're going to close out for the day. And um, of course, we're not going to stop talking about children's recommendations, but our theme is going to change so it won't be exclusively children's recommendations. Um, but always listen in for those because we have plenty of them as well as other things. And we would like to thank Lori once again for being our special guest. You had some wonderful, you had multiple recommendations for us and I am definitely going to be checking those out like I said. And um, so Katie and I will go ahead and sign off now and we will see you in, well we will I always say that, we will hear you in the next episode. No, well, nope, nope, that's not it either. We will talk to you in the next episode. And uh, we hope that you will listen in. And thanks so much for coming to this episode. All right. Bye. Join us next time on Library Gals. Go to the library where we geek out about books, movies, and more. You can email us your questions, comments, or concerns, any feedback you like, at libraryguys at delawarelibrary.org. To check out all the digital resources mentioned in today's episode, or to request any items for your reading, viewing, or listening pleasure, visit delawarelibrary.org. We'll see you soon. Thank you.